Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Get it to our Bible lesson this morning. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Now, you see, in, in, throughout the Bible, we see God moving people. For instance, in Genesis chapter 12, Genesis chapter 12, and we also thank God, uh, you heard a little bit about the Tanzania missions trip. Uh, we thank God not only Tanzania, but in other nations. When I got to Tanzania, the pastor told me that uh, he's been watching online, and then he said to me, is it okay to take the messages and preach? So it's an extension of them. I said, go for it. <laughs> That's what they are there for. Amen. So many ministers around the world and others actually take these messages, the affiliate churches and they preach these messages and it's a, it's a blessing to them to other people so uh, not only do we get blessed but from here i'm amazed as what as to what god is doing in other nations and we give him all the praise and the glory in jesus name genesis chapter 12 thank you lord jesus notice what god said to abraham in genesis chapter 12 he says now the lord has said to abraham abraham get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So it got to a point in Abraham's, Abraham, at this point he was called Abraham, Abraham's life, that God said, it is time to move from where you are to where you are going, to where I need you to go. And all of us, you see, very rarely, um, it's very rare that people get born in the same place, the same location, the same city, and die in the same place. It's not very, uh, very often that it happens. God is constantly moving us. God is constantly moving us, and the goal is to move us forward. And the place that Abraham dwelt, they were moon worshippers. They worshipped the moon. And, 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 and God wanted to separate him from where he was to where he wanted him to be. And in our lives, throughout all our lives, God keeps moving us forward. It's a very, very serious thing um, when sometimes you feel that uh, you, are, you are in a state of stagnation and you are not moving forward. And I pray in the name of Jesus, anybody here watching online or on television, if you are at a point where you feel that your life is not moving forward, I pray in the name of Jesus, as, we, as you cooperate with God, as you hear this and begin to cooperate with God, may you move forward in Jesus' mighty name. He said to Abraham, get out of here. <laughs> if you are saying it in our time, in, in our day, it's time to move forward. And at that point, Abraham has a decision, a choice, whether to stay there or to move forward. And in life, it all comes and starts with a decision. And as God leads us, as God ministers to us and speaks to us, the key that makes the difference is for us to obey. And when we disobey God, we stay in the same place or in the same spot. But when we obey God and move forward, it makes all the difference in the world. And I pray in the name of Jesus that we will cooperate with God as individuals and as a church to move forward life is we are constantly life is constantly we are constantly on the move so sometimes when you are in the airport you see people moving very quickly and if you've ever missed a flight i've never missed a flight and i pray i'll never miss a flight <laughs> but if you ever missed a flight you know that it's not a, it's not it's not a nice thing it's a serious thing you have to start making calls go to the customer service there do different things so you can keep moving 
So he says to Abraham, it's time to move forward. You see, there's nothing you can do about the past. Your life is always on, I mean, in motion. It's, it's always on play. It's never, it's never paused. The past is already passed. You can't go back and change it. And then you keep moving forward. And your life, how it's going to turn out, depends on what you do with today. And time goes by very quick. You can't go back and rewind your life. But you can cooperate with God where you are now and be able to move forward. Very important. So I pray in the name of Jesus that even as God has brought us into this place, from here we continue to move forward. Thank God for what he's done in the past. From where we are coming from. I remember one time we came to a, we came to a prayer meeting on, on Wednesday. And as we were praying, I felt impressed by the Spirit of God that we should pray against suicide. And then we all began to pray fervently till we got to a place where we felt in our heart uh, we had a note of victory. Very important. The very next day, or the next couple of days, one of us, one of us went to work. And when she went to work, she was speaking to this co-worker, and the co-worker said, um, do you know the reason why I didn't show up to work the previous day? Or one of the, I mean, whatever the days prior to that. And she said, the person said, I was planning to commit suicide, and that is why I didn't show up to work. And you see, sometimes... God will lead us along those lines. And it's as we yield to the Lord that we begin to see his hand at work in our lives to the glory of God. And so I pray that in this new location, out of here, that's my heart desire, the gospel will go forth into our city and not into, only into our city, but into more nations. Hallelujah. We've already started planning um, for to, 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 to be in two nations with healing crusades and pastors' conferences next year. But sometimes I'm amazed as we come together how much we can accomplish. We are constantly moving. God, Paul, Paul, God, Paul told, uh, um, uh, God told the Apostle Paul, he went to Arabia, he was there for three years, and when he came back, he knew exactly what he was supposed to do, and when he came back and began to minister, his life has changed. Many lives. I mean, you can't read, we, when we start preaching, we talk about Jesus, then the very next thing, we, we mention the Apostle Paul. He said, God said this through him. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that as we cooperate with God, may he move us forward in Jesus' name. Now, in Joshua chapter 1, the children of Israel, Moses had, had died. And, and Joshua had taken over. And they had been circling around for 40 years without getting to their destination. And God gave Joshua some instructions and told him what to do. But the real change came when the children of Israel, notice what they said in Joshua chapter 1. Notice this. Joshua chapter 1, verse 16. He says that, so they answered Joshua, saying, 
all that you command us we will do and wherever you send us we will go just as we heeded moses in all things so we will heed you only the lord your god be with you as he was with moses whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words in all that you command him shall be put to death only be strong and of good courage that's some old testament stuff <laughs> but the change came the difference came about for them to move into the promised land it started with the people first they answered and said they answered one and they two they said all that you command us we will do we have been rebelling against the word of the lord and we, we realized we are not going anywhere it's not happening no promised land inside yet so we are going to have a change of mind we are going to have a change of our attitude we are going to have a change in order for us to move from where we are to where we are supposed to be and in our lives is the same thing actually at some point he said to them you have been circling this mountain long enough in the book of Deuteronomy you have been you have been going around this mountain long enough and now it's time to move so for the people to move forward with God they came to the conclusion that look we are going to have to do something different there's going to be have to be a change of mindset a change starting from the inside for us to move forward and as soon as they made that decision as soon as they made that confession within a few chapters by Joshua chapter 9 they were in the promised land a journey that had taken them 40 years and it should have taken it should have been shorter it said joshua we are going to listen to you so long as god is with you like he was with moses uh, we are on your side we are going to be with you we are going to cooperate with you so that we can move into what god has planned and purpose does your life feel like you are going around in circles and you are not getting to the place where you are supposed to be this morning god is saying to you That it's time to completely yield to him. Deuteronomy 2, the, 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 the verse that I was just talking about. He says, verse 1, Then we turned and journeyed into the wilderness of the way of the Red Sea, as the Lord spoke to me, and we scattered Mount Seir for many days. And the Lord spoke to me, saying, You have scattered this mountain long enough. Turn not one. It's time to move. So you can go forward. And it all starts with a change in our mindset. It all starts with a decision to cooperate with God. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as we cooperate with God, both as individuals and as a church, I see us moving to the next level in Jesus' name. You will not remain in the same spot in Jesus' name. Let's look at the scripture in Numbers chapter 10. Numbers chapter 10, verse 29. 
Numbers 10, verse 29, he says, Now Moses said to Hoab, the son of Ruel, the Midianite, Moses' father-in-law, We are setting out for the place for which the Lord said, I will give it to you. Come with us and we will treat you well. For the Lord has promised good things to Israel. Come with us. God has good things ahead. God has good things in store. Notice his response. Verse 30, he says, And he said to him, I will not go but I will depart to my own land and to my relatives. Come with us. We are going somewhere. We are headed to the promised land. There are, there are nations and lands to conquer. This was, this, this, this was Moses' father-in-law, Jethro. He had been a blessing to them. He had given advice. He had done so many things. But when he decided not to move forward with the people of God in this new season, after this, we don't hear about him again in the Bible. It's gone forever. Very important. In our lives, when you get to the place, and even as a church, when we get to a place where we have to move, if we didn't move, that's it. And God has brought us here for a reason. And it's the same when we, when we make certain decisions in life and don't move on with God when we are supposed to move on. Sometimes it, 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 can, it can hold us back for a very long time. But thank God for the mercy of God. I pray in the name of Jesus. Come with us. We are going somewhere. Come with us. There are cities to take. Come with us. There are nations to take. Come with us. There are lives that need to be transformed. Every time I hear of a testimony of a miracle happening in the life of somebody, that is what I live for. I was in this place when I came here. God has so transformed my life, and now my life has moved forward. I see you moving forward in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the book of Acts, we see dramatic changes happening in the, in, in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it all happened as they came together and worked together. In Acts chapter 1, notice what was happened. One of, the, one of the very first things that we see in Acts chapter 1 verse 14, we see that they all continued with one accord in prayer. Prayer, very important. And supplication with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brothers. They all continued. So the first thing was there was prayer. And then two, we see in Acts, in verse 16, he says that they gave themselves, this men and brethren, this scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Scripture spoke before by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus Christ. So you notice that they were devoted to the word of God. When a decision had to be made, they went back to the scriptures. They didn't have the New Testament as we have it, but they went back to the scriptures, the Holy Scriptures. And then three, they had great, or there was great organization. Notice Acts 1 verse 26. It says, and they cast lots, and the lots fell on Matthias, and he was numbered with the 11 apostles. It came together. You see, as we come together, that's what makes all the difference. We can accomplish great things. There was unity. There was prayer. 
They organized themselves. Five, the Holy Spirit came down. Oh, my Lord and my God. When the Holy Spirit has a hold of the church of God, mighty things happen. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for, thank God for the heart and people that are sitting here. We are determined to come together and let the Holy Spirit take over our lives and use it for his glory. Ten things that they had. Six, there was the preaching of the word of God. They preached. In Acts chapter 2, verse 14, when the Holy Spirit came down, the Holy, the, Peter got up. I always liked Peter because he was an interesting character. When he was working with Jesus, uh, he was very, sometimes was the very first, first to speak up. And before Jesus Christ was crucified, he said, look, Jesus, I'm your buddy, buddy. I'm with you. Jesus said, you are going to betray me. He said, no, 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 no me. No me, no me. Oh, but thank God. Oh, that's why I thank God for the Holy Spirit. When he comes into the church, and when he has free reigns, when we allow him in our lives, mighty things will happen. The same person that denied Jesus, the same person that said, I mean, I, 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 mean, I don't even know him from Adam. <laughs> On the day of Pentecost, he rises up and begins to preach under the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, you see, that's what makes the difference in our lives. In the beginning, the earth was without form, void. I may be speaking to someone. Your life feels void. Your life feels shattered. Your life feels empty. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as you yield your life to God, as you yield your life to the Holy Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus, he's the only one that can fill the void. The Bible says the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the earth. And God spoke. And in a few days, what looked like emptiness, what looked like nothing, my Lord and my God, God took it over and creation, the world, the earth began to look beautiful and wonderful. Oh my God, that same Holy Spirit that created us, God, as God created in the beginning, that same Holy Spirit that came on the life of timid Peter and took his life and used it for his glory in the name of Jesus. I pray in Jesus' name as you yield your life to him, as you yield your life to him, oh that emptiness will go away that distraction will go away and he will take your life and use it for his glory thank you Lord Jesus I know what I'm talking about because he did the same with me you see me here screaming and shouting <laughs> and preaching you think I've always been like this no 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 I remember the first time I stood up in high school and I, you see, we were praying and thank God. You see, that's why you have to be a part of the church. We were praying in the church for boldness to testify so we will not be timid. And I, said, and I was praying and then, and then God led me to do this. I said, we, it was a very new class. I was a new class. So when I got to the class, uh, I said, every day before we start classes, Let's spend a few moments and pray and commit our day to God. And I'll share a scripture. And others can do the same as well. And, 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 and that's how we are going to start this thing. The first day I stood there, my knees were wobbling. <laughs> but I, I, was, I prayed to God, God give me boldness. I pray may God give you boldness. That in your workplace, you will not be ashamed to stand for God. In that community, that neighborhood, you will not be ashamed to stand for God. And after a while, I became very, very I mean, confident. 
And then I kept moving on with God. And here I am. You think, you think I've always, no, 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 it's not been, I've always been like that. Peter stood up and preached the gospel. And that day, 3,000 people were added to the church of the Lord Jesus. The same person, a few days ago, said, this Jesus, I, I don't know him. That emptiness in your life, that which seems like nothing good can come out of it, as you make a decision to make a comeback, to cooperate with God, God take, will take your life and use it for his glory. In Jesus' name. But notice what happened. There was great conviction for the church to move on. There was great conviction. We see that in Acts 2, verse 37. The people now were begging, what must we do to be saved? What must we do to be saved? And then 8, we see repentance. Acts 2, 38. They repented. Repentance means change your mind. Go a, different, do, go a different direction. And nine, we see joyful obedience. You see, these people had come from Judaism. And, and it wasn't an easy thing for them to make a change. But as they continued working with God, there was a change. In the name of Jesus, as you cooperate with God, I see you moving forward. And notice also in Acts chapter 2, verse 47, 44, what happened for them to move. And this describes us as a church. Notice it says that, verse 44, Acts 2, 44. Now all who believed were together and had all things Verse 43 says, Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now it says, Now all who believed were together, and had all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods, and divided them among all, as anyone had need. Notice this. So they continued daily, with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread, bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. They continued. That's the key. They had all things in common. They gave of their time, their talent, their treasure. They came. They were praising. They were praying together. Great unity. And the Lord, and the Lord, and the Lord, and the Lord, and the Lord. As we come together in one heart, in unity, I see us accomplishing great things for God. From here, from here we'll move into a, a, another facility. I'm not worried about that. Next one, next one coming up is a, is a, is a standalone campus. Amen. But we are moving forward with the Lord. Great unity. They continued. 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 And as a result, they move forward. All of us, you see, the thing that makes the difference in our lives is what we do for God while we are alive. Is it the great deception that the, the enemy can feed us with is that we have time. No, compared to eternity, you are, we are very, here for a very short time. Eternity is a long time. Somebody said, how long is eternity? It's a very long time. <laughs> but it's easy to get to the place where we only think about ourselves and not others. 
One time, William Carey uh, of the Salvation Army, he, he was scheduled to address his leaders, and he couldn't make it, so he sent a letter to, to the meeting. And then what he put, he put on there, the only way that he put in the note was others. To get the people to think. There are others around us who don't know Jesus. There are others in other nations that have never heard the gospel. There are others, 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 others. But this person in Luke chapter 12, verse 16, notice, no, no, notice this, Luke chapter 12, verse 16, notice this person. He gets to a place in life he says, then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I'll say to my soul, I'll say to my soul So you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? Notice this. So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. He didn't speak against recovering things down here. What this person is, he's got to the place in life. He has nobody else on his mind. Going to kick back, relax, sit in front of the TV screen all the time, get some popcorn and soda, forget everybody else, I'm set. <laughs> Jesus said, you've missed it. Your value before God depends on how you live for God while you are down here. That's what makes the difference. It's your life counting for God. And, and you see, with, with time, it becomes very clear. It's quiet in this charismatic church this morning. <laughs> you see, there's a time for everything. In Ecclesiastes of the three, verse one, he says, there is a time for everything. And you, you don't control the time. You have control over how you use the time. But, the psalmist of old, realizing this, said, in Psalm 31, verse 15, he says, Lord, my times are in your hands. My life is in your hands. I pray in the name of Jesus that may we yield our lives completely to the Lord. May you be rich toward God. Talk about last week. People that their names are in the Bible for good works. And everything that we are doing, God, if you are a child of God, God records it. So <laughs> One of the kids, when they went to school uh, initially, along the line, they told them that start with the end in mind. When I stand before God, what is written in the book about me? I pray may it be loaded with how you have lived for God. One time, 
I pray in the name of Jesus that may you live out the, the, all the days of your life. And there are certain things you can do. One time I was at a funeral, and this person had passed away very early. Very, it, was very, it was a very sad situation. This lady had passed away uh, right here in the Springs. And then I, I, was, I was there. And they began to show the person's life. And as they began to show the person's life, all that was being shown, and I don't know if other people saw it the same way, but that's how I saw it. All they began to show was how this person had been on this vacation, this vacation, this vacation, and this vacation, and this vacation. That was all. This place, this place, that, that was all. And I, I, was, I became more sad because I, I realized that when they get to heaven, if they start playing these pictures, oh, it's good. Taking a vacation is not bad. Don't get me wrong. But that's all. That, that was the highlight of the person's life. And it was a very short life. Oh my God. I pray in the name of Jesus. What is heaven recording about my life? Is this just about me? Or do I have others? To move forward with God, we have to get to the place where we realize that it's not just about us. Think about it. If Jesus had just thought about himself, he was doing all right in heaven, doing very good. <laughs> These people, forget about them. I, I, they, they, can, they can do whatever they want. Oh, but God. Sees that for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him should not perish. He thought about us. Thank God he did. I don't know where I would have been. I don't know where you would have been. You're all sitting here looking nice and wonderful. Because God thought about us. I pray in the name of Jesus. May we yield our lives completely to the Lord. For us to move forward as individuals and as a church. Job said, or in the book of Job, in Job chapter 31, thank you, Lord Jesus, verse 24. You see, he says, if I have made gold my hope or said to find gold, you are my confidence. If I rejoice because my world was great and because my hand had gained much. You see, the, the thing we have to ask ourselves is, who is our God? Gold or God? God wants to bless us. That, he doesn't have a problem with that. It's an, it's, 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 that is act. He wants us to be blessed in every area of our lives, including our finances. But the ultimate thing that counts is how our lives also counts eternally. We need money to go. Every time we have to go on a mission trip, we, we, you buy an airplane ticket. <laughs> we, we, I mean, crusades, all these things. It takes money. But now when the money is channeled for the use to gain eternal friends, then it makes a big difference. And thank God, when we yield our lives completely to him. Notice what Job said in Job chapter 36, verse 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says that if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. But if they do not obey, they shall perish by the sword and they shall die without knowledge. Two things. Obey and serve the Lord. Those are, that's the thing that counts. 
obey and serve the Lord. It gets, it gets, gets good. If I may say, get gooder and goodness from there. <laughs> if they obey and serve him, they are not going to do well. No, no, that's not what he says. They spend their days in prosperity and their years in place. If they don't obey, their sword is already out. They don't have to worry about that. Their curse is already in the air. It will, it, it will devour. Oh, but alive. That is yielded completely to the Lord. A life that desires to please the Lord. To please Jesus. That's the most important thing that counts. Very conscious of what heaven is recording. If you can leave this morning with anything... Ask yourself, what, what, is, what, what is heaven recording about my life? Moving forward with God. He said to the children of Israel in Exodus chapter 23, verse 25, he says, So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water. Now take sickness away from the midst of you. Same thing that is being said in the book of Job. In other words, if we are not working in the blessing, then we have to check where the area of service is. Life is, very, is fun. You see, when you yield it to God first, when you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, it says everything will be added to you, Matthew 6.33. I pray in the name of Jesus, and when I see you in heaven, and I'll see you there. <laughs> Somebody says, I'm not sure I'm going to make it. I, we'll, we'll, we'll pray and work together. You'll make it. <laughs> Your life will count. I said I'm going to finish, then something else comes up. Because sometimes somebody needs this. And I'll wrap up with our promise. <laughs> <laughs> Paul was writing and he goes to Philippians chapter 3. We, we, I mean, it was a letter, but when he goes to Philippians chapter 3, he said, finally. And then he went on and we got Philippians chapter 4. So. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. You are in the earth for such a time as this. In Acts chapter 9, this is not on my notes, but it will bless somebody. Dorcas died and when she died the people said no way we can't let this person die she's very useful down here please wherever the apostle peter is please call call him and let him come quick and when the apostle peter came in acts chapter 9 Verse 39, he says, Then Peter arose and went with them. When he had come, they brought him to the upper room, and all the widows stood by him weeping, showing the tunics and garments which Dorcas had made while she was with them. Look. This person is useful down here. You can't, you can't make an early trip to heaven. We need you down here. You are very useful down They were showing. Look at what she did. Look at what she did when she was with us. Look at what she did when she was with us. Look at what she did when she was with us. Look at what she did with us. Peter, is there anything you can do? We can't let this person die. She's useful to God and to, and, and to us and to the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are not going to let her die. Peter said, give me a few minutes. He went into the room and prayed. And he presented her alive to the people. Verse 41. What's your worth before God? 
name of Jesus, that we will yield our lives completely to the Lord. That this community will know that you are here. Look how this person is useful to us. She prays with us. She's, with, she's there for us. She ministers to us the word of God. Even when we are not listening, she, she tells us the good, the good news of Jesus. She's useful. name of Jesus, I pray as these disciples yielded their lives to the Lord and the church moved. As we yield ourselves to the Lord, we will move forward. And when you stand before God on that day, may you hear those, good, those words, well done, good, and faithful servant. It all comes back to that place. If they obey and serve him. May you hear those words. Somebody say, Pastor, you don't know me. I've not been faithful. And my life has not yielded to the Lord. You can start today. So we have God has moved us from one place to the other. Like the children of Israel said, we are willing. Our lives are yielded to you. See God taking a life and making a difference out of it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. No matter how hopeless, I see God taking your life and using it for His glory. No matter how hopeless. That situation, I see God taking it and turning it around. God specializes in that chaosness, confusion, emptiness, like in the beginning. But it all starts with a decision. I'm so excited because I know what God is going to do. You see, every time. Throughout all throughout history, after Jesus Christ left, it seems like the church is not going to make it. All of a sudden, I say to myself this week that so long as the Holy Spirit is in the earth, there will always be a remnant of people. When he's taken out of here, it's going to be a different story. You don't want to be here. If you are planning to be when the Holy Spirit is out of here, it's going to be chaotic. And we are seeing signs of it, signs of it. So this is the time to yield your life completely to the Lord. This is not a time to play around at all. We are in serious times. But the true church of the Lord Jesus Christ will keep shining and shining and shining and shining. And shining, and shining. And it starts with you and I. Coming together. A group of people that come together and say we are going to make a difference. It, it, it's happened over and over and over and over and over and over again. Because, it, because God knows what he's doing. How many of us realize that God knows what he's doing? <laughs> if you haven't realized, you sooner or later figure it out. <laughs> God knows what he's doing. Well, I'm excited. There is a company of people in the earth. Through us, we are launching forth into different nations. Through us, God will do mighty things. You are saying, my life, you, you think, I, sometimes I get, I meet people and they say, Pastor, you don't know me. I hear that quite a bit. And sometimes when we go to the community and we are testifying, they say, you don't know me. God knows you. I mean, you know the full picture. But God knows you. Have the full picture. He will take our life, take your life. Make a decision to yield it to the Lord. And they start every day. Lord, I am available for you. As I step out into my day, as I meet people, take my hands, take my mouth, 
take my faculties and use it for his glory. Let's put up Arthur Blessed again. We talked about him last week. He got to a place in life, the scripture that says, take up your cross and follow him and follow Jesus. He got to a point in his life. Look at him. He lives right here in Denver. He's 82 years old. But he took his cross. Literally. And went to different nations. It's, it's good to bring it up again. That 45-pound cross covered 43,000 miles, 324 nations, island group, and territories. Telling people about the cross and about Jesus. And I was asking the question last week, are you going to get his reward when you get up there? No, no, he's going to get his reward he did for Jesus. It didn't make sense. Just one idea. He acted on it. That idea that is coming to you. Act on it. See, that's what when you sit in church. You act ideas. You get ideas. Because the presence of God is here. Out of those countries, 15 of them were at war when he passed through. He said, whatever I can do to tell others about Jesus. Others, 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 others. If we keep that in mind, we'll make it. Let's pray. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk. So sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.